there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There was a lot in there. Hopefully you enjoyed that first pod. Coming up, where do we go from here? Now that it's like a song, where do we go from here now that all of the kids have grown up? What's Coach Will Hyde doing today, and how did the past help dictate what you're going to see in the future? Take a listen. Part two coming up with Coach Will Hyde. I feel like we got to talk about the change to defensive back, but it's, this isn't even so much about your football career because why I really wanted to talk to you is what people are getting to see as a person, right? There's some resolve. You've been through it. It's never been easy. But you kind of walk it when you talk. You talked about your gunshot. Uh, you can get into your brother if you like. You lost your uncle. Um, your mom more the the I would say natural causes for lack of a uh, proper etiquette. Better term. Yep. You've seen some violence, man, and and it has been really really close to you. Um, you're close with my sister. With the news when you when you lost your brother, you know that was like literally the shot heard around the world. Like, how did you decide? Or when did you decide, okay, this is family, this is part of it, but, man, I tried to tell you guys. Like, you had to have – it has to be tough because you're playing in both worlds. You want to love, but you also know better. Yes. So, again, you're going back to it. Like you said, I lost my uncle at an early age to violence in St. Louis. Uh, my grandmother passed away in 2003. That was, that was a big – a big one for me, because like I said, she was my backbone. She was my rock. So I had to step back from coaching because I knew I could not give the kids that I was going to be coaching at ball with 100% of my time. Because are you at South, are you at still. South are you at SEMO State by then? No, I'm at I'm at Emporia State. Okay, I'm at Emporia State. 2000 2003. She passed away 2003. So growing up, tight knit family. My grandmother was the rock. So that was that was a tough. So got back into coaching and then. Came here uh, 2014, and I've always gone back home and try to visit with family and say, hey, if you're doing right, I got your back. I always try to take my nieces and nephews to show them something better, bring them with me to stay with me for a week just so they can see something different, something better. They don't need to see St. Louis, St. Louis, St. Louis. There's other things outside of St. Louis. So, And then, like you said, five years ago, as the oldest of four boys, I'm, I'm that protector. You know, I get that phone call that my youngest brother was killed. And I was like, what? So uh, me, my thinking is behind all this is the man upstairs is not going to give you more on your plate than you can't handle. But I think he's really testing me. He's been testing me. Mm. Um, but like you said, the resolve and uh, my passion for other people is what keeps me move, keeps me going um, to see other people succeed, especially our youth of today and the kids we have here on campus. Um, then three weeks ago, that big blow, that phone call about your mom, there's nothing like a mom, mm. you know, whether you, you know, 
you, you have your trials and tribulations with your mom. You know, sometimes you're not agreeing with her. Sometimes she's not agreeing with you. But that call there, you know, that was a that was a testing moment. And then she, the same day of her funeral, my car gets stolen. So I'm telling myself, who, 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 who have I pissed off? Who have I, who, who have I made mad? Mm. But I always go back to the foundation that was set, that was, that was set for myself, for our family, with my grandmother and granddad. And I always say, hey, keep on moving forward because, like I said, he's not going to put more on your plate that you, that you can't handle. Um, you know, you're going to have your times when you think about it and you just break down. But football is giving me a path uh, of giving back. So that's, I use football as my escape goat. And if I'm really down, I'll go play racquetball, take my mind off a lot of stuff, kick somebody's butt on a racquetball court. But as you know, and I know, losing a parent is difficult, um, especially when you're close. And, you know, you think about the, the, the great memories you've, you you have, uh, you created. And then the only thing that I keep thinking about is that daggone sweet potato pie. I can't get mama sweet potato pie to me. <laughs> Let, let, let me let me ask you something, man. Just because I'm curious, because and and maybe you know whomever else is gonna listen can can glean something from this. I lost my brother two years ago, really unexpectedly on on a on a wellness check. Hadn't heard from him for a couple of days, and and uh, I remember um, I was the one that that had the key to the house that ended up finding him. In the same vein, you get the unexpected call about your brother how did you reconcile in your head that that call had the potential to always come but you still had to keep doing what you're doing without being consumed by it yes yes you it's crazy that you say that because the lifestyle that my my brothers have chosen you think about it all the time Mm. you know you, you you it's in your head and I'm not naive to say that I don't think about it every day, not with my two remaining brothers, because where they live, you know, you know, our city is, is crazy right now. But I think about it. Uh, and you say you prepare yourself, but you're never prepared for that call because that's not what you want to hear. That's not the call you want to get. Uh, so it's it's life changing. But it's also, hey, I got to keep on moving because I got to be there for this person. I got to be there for that person. It's never been about me. It would never be about me. It's I got to be there for this person. I got to be there for that person. You know what I mean? So it hurts. The call itself hurts. Um, it's not a moment go by where I don't think about them. Or I don't think about my mom. But I always say, they always say, you're the strong one. You're the strong one. And everybody lean on me. And I always say, Lean on me. I got you. I got you. So I remember the first couple times, like, that I met you, arguably probably in the top ten in terms of competitive people I've ever been around. Doesn't really matter whether we were on the basketball court or the practice field or whatever. Just just, com- just – I used to think it was mean-spirited. Like, man, it's, yeah. it's not – it comes from a good place, man. I, I want you to be better. You, you need to learn to compete in life, compete in life, compete in life. Fair, unfair, funny, not funny, that because of where you've come from and how you were raised, that that's the catalyst almost for not only why you're the way you are, but 
how you do what you do. It was never easy, but it's like your power source. Yes. Yes. And I was telling somebody this the other day. You know, we had Jack Stark as our, yeah. you know, yeah. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. My competitiveness, I, 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 I can honestly say I, it got out of control a lot, you know, as you know, especially Man. on the basketball court, football field. Whatever. I'm, like, I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> it was just, it was instilled in me as, as, as an early age, in the early age. And um, once I get, once I gain control of it, mm -hmm. this is the me you see now. Mm. I'm very, very competitive very very competitive but i've gained control of it where i can just you know i can be calm about it you know i can be until you push that that certain button uh this is me but back then that 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 was instilled in me at an early age um and it was nothing against you guys it was just <laughs> that was just me i mean that was just me as you like you said i was five eight 178, 175. And a lot of guys would say, oh, he's little. Let's test him. I'm not the one to be tested. Right. I, right. I just, I, I wasn't. Uh, we we going to fight every day until yeah. somebody quits. Mm -hmm. That was just instilled in me in an early age. Uh, but once I learned to, once I got done playing, you know, I had to learn a, a different avenue, a different way of doing things. Uh, I would say the professional way. Um, so since 1999, I'm, I'm, I'm telling my age now, but I don't think since 1999, there's only been one blow up, just one. Uh, and that was during my, my youngest brother's funeral. Cause I always said he's going to go out the right way. And somebody got out of pocket and that old Kenny came out for about five minutes. And all I thought was, all I, all I thought about was ESPN ticker. Yeah. Director of football <laughs> operations at the University of Nebraska. You know, you know, you think like that and then, you know, you, you go back to, okay, let's, Let's be calm. Let's be reserved. But yeah, like you said, I was I was that guy. But that was just the way the way I was I was brought up, and you know, being a being a, a smaller guy, you know, you get tested a lot. So isn't it amazing? Isn't one. it amazing how funerals bring out? It can bring out the best in people, but it is definitely the lightning rod and a catalyst to bring out the worst in people too. It yes, I don't. It's sometimes you just shake your head and you think, you know, everybody grieves in their own way and you, you try not to be judgmental, but, you know, just getting the chance to go home and, 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 and celebrate a life knowing that they're ultimately going to be in a better place causes such a wide range of emotions, man. A wide range of emotions. You, I mean, it's crazy, but I, I can honestly say that my brother and I made sure that my mom was going to go out the right way. Mm. We celebrated her like she, she needed to be celebrated. Um, so I, to be honest with you, I didn't shed a tear the day of. And this is I, probably I the longest I've seen you grieve, right? Because whether it's social media or how it maybe comes up in a conversation, I'm like, this one, this is hitting him different, right? Because yeah. you almost, it seems like on a daily basis, find a way to, whether it's a picture, a saying, a reference, like this one, this one hit different. Yes, it did. I mean, before, 
I mean, we tried to prepare ourselves three weeks ago, but when it happened, I mean, I let it all out then. And then the day of, I was just so, I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm the oldest. So all my brothers are bigger than me, they're wider than me, taller than me. <laughs> but I wanted to be there to hold my little big brother up mm-hmm. because as you know, and I know, I'm the oldest, so. What's the age difference? There are a lot of them. Two years. Oh, that's it. Two so years. you're like me and my sister. Yes, two years. So I wanted to be there for him. And then especially for her her grandkids, my nieces, my nephews. Uh, I just wanted to be strong. Now when it's over and I'm driving back to Lincoln, I had my moments. I give, still have my moments. Give me about four or five more minutes, um, if you will. How did how did this manifest itself? Because I think in this circles, especially across the state of Nebraska and in the region, widely regarded as being really, really good at your job. It's kind of the liaison between high school kids and what's going to happen at the university. And even maybe more importantly, being the guy that kids can go, young men can go to once they're on campus. I think that's really the underappreciated part of your role, but I see it just knowing so many guys that are down there that that trust in you. Did you ever think this is where you'd land as opposed to actually coaching, which is a part of being a life coach, but now, like, you're, I mean, you, you got to show all facets now. Yeah, yeah. Did I, did I ever think I'd be? here at the University of Nebraska. No. Um, I love the on-the-field part of coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, The competitiveness, that was my competitive side. But now I get to build relationships and touch these men outside of football. Not that I didn't, not that I didn't want to do it while I was on the field. But like you said, when they're on campus, I can spend more time with them. I can spend more time with the parents. I can sell our university and I can get to know them. They can get to know me. And I've always been one to, to, to shoot people straight. Uh, I'm never going to sugarcoat it. So I think that's a good asset that I have. So they'll, they'll, they'll come to me with that. But everything that I've been through, everything that I've, that I've gone through has prepared me for this role. Oh. So I want to give back and I just want to let, let kids and their parents know that, you know, there's there's things outside of football. There's there's life. There's 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 the ways of doing things. There's the ways of treating people. Um, you treat people with kindness. Um, I always try to put smile on other people's faces. Mm-hmm. I always try to make sure lift up lift <laughs> up everybody. So whether it be in a joking way or just just period. But I love my role. Uh, do I miss the coaching part of it? Yes. Um, but I can honestly say that. This this role here has has really uh, made me who I am. How much do you think all the different experiences you've been, whether it's at a predominantly white high school, whether it's in a predominantly all black neighborhood, whether it's being around affluent folks and making money in the the CFL and the NFL, however that works, dealing what you've done with your family has made you such a valuable commodity to the university because student athletes come in all and all facets, all walks of life, all shapes and sizes. But your your library 
Man, your books, you you, you got a lot of range. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. that old yes. Dewey Decimal System, man, you got a lot of range. Yes. So it's, it's crazy you say that. Whenever I see a student athlete walk by me, even if it's not a football player, I want to say hi to him. Make sure they're smiling. If I see a student athlete walking past me with his head down, he or she with their head down, hey, hold your head up high. Mm-hmm. You know, um, look forward when you walk. Uh, <laughs> smile. Put a smile. Put a smile on your face. Are you still messing with people about their handshakes or how? Like, does it have to be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's got to be firm, man. You can't, you can't shake, shake people's hands with a limp hand, man. It's got to be a firm handshake. Uh, so, but even with you know other people, faculty members. I always try to make sure I speak to them, make sure they're smiling. You know, we're blessed to be inside this building. Uh, it's a blessing every day to come here. Um, a lot of people uh, probably dream about being here, but we're, we are very, very blessed and fortunate to be able to walk into these these doors every day and 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 work with young men, young men and women, and just work with each other. Hey, did you think you would enjoy parenting this much? Uh, no, no, I, I, I honestly, no, no, because I knew how me and my brothers were, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, we gave, we, four boys is not easy. Um, so we, I knew how we were. So I was just hoping that my, mine weren't like my, my three brothers and I. Hey, did, did, how, how many times did you ask yourself if you could get a manual? You know, rule books, some guidelines. Parenting now is totally different than parenting when we were coming up. Uh, I mean, you know that, and I know that. It's you gotta you gotta walk a thin line. But the one thing that we were raised to do was respect people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Look them in their eye when you, when you're talking to them. Again, shake their hand like a like you're supposed to shake their hand. Uh, <laughs> so I, that would never. Let me. That would never leave me, um, and I've, I've tried to instill instill that in my kids and to our student athletes. Mm-hmm. You know, look at people when they talk to you. Put that phone down. Um, you know, walk around with a smile on your face. I mean, you may think you have it bad, but there's somebody else that has it worse than you. Man, I knew I, I knew that I knew this was going to be worth the wait, man. I appreciate you letting me keep you forty some minutes. <laughs> Uh, always good to catch up, man. One of the best in the business. You can't be a stranger, man. We'll have, we'll have to kind of do this again. Cause we could have probably talked about 50 other different things and ways that you've had impact, but for the sake of me trying to, to keep a professional clock, man, I had to limit it. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate you having me. Kenny, that's coach. Will Hyde, the director of high school relations, he is uh, the do-everything, kind of the linchpin, as I like to call him at the University of Nebraska. Coach, man, appreciate your time. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks, man. Love you. Love you, too. That is Kenny right, Wilhite. That's Planet Forward, another episode. You'll hear that music here spin, which means we are out of time. Make sure that you guys subscribe. Give us a listen. Uh, let us know what you like. Um, we're open to suggestions. We're always going to try to give it to you straight. And we enjoy storytelling. Uh, Pot will drop tomorrow, man. Don't you dare miss it. It's Planet Ford. I'm ODB, as they like to call me. Back next week with another one. A Huda Media Production.